Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm here with two guests. They just finished their Capitol Hill block party performance yesterday. Uh, I guess you guys, you guys were like the last day, right? Uh, Sunday? Or? Yeah, Sunday. Okay. Yes. Fucking awesome. Were there like fireworks at the end or anything? Or nah, How did they wrap cool, up the... <laughs> you know, like that's a finale. Was... Was oh, you guys were like, competing with like Taylor Swift also. Yeah. There's, was... there's a lot of people at the festival, though. That's yeah. awesome. It didn't look like no competition. It looked like everybody was where they wanted to be. That's fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> but I'm here with Neptune and Rusty Steve. They're here from Denver. Do you guys still live in Denver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. I've tried to like have artists, whether it's Zoom or in person, from like all across the board. But I, like, I personally don't know too much about the Denver music scene, so I'd love to pick your guys' brains about that. But like, first, where'd you guys both start in the music scene, or were you guys in the music scene to start off, or? I mean, yeah. Well, I started music when I was like eight. Okay. Like I, my first kind of introduction to music or like learning music was I took like some drum lessons. Um, and then, yeah, I got Guitar Hero <laughs> three on nice. PlayStation three, and were you good at it? Yeah, I was like pretty <laughs> good at it. Uh. And then it made me want to like pick up real guitar, and mm-hmm. that, that, was, that was when I was ten years old. Um, yeah, it was like me and uh, my friends at the time, and yeah, we were doing like I was taking guitar lessons, and we were doing like our own like band and at stuff. At ten years old. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, Damn. and it we were really into like rock and like metal, so. A lot of the early stuff I was learning was like Nirvana. Um, yeah, you know, like Come As You Are was one of the first songs mm-hmm. I learned. I think like a lot of people's first guitar song. Is um, it, why is that? Is it like an easier one or like? Yeah, I mean, kind of. Like okay. a lot of the Nirvana stuff is, it's really cool, but it's not insanely difficult to play. So I mm. think it kind of makes for like some of the best uh guitar music to like start learning i think of like heart-shaped box that like okay yeah okay i can can hear that so what about nirvana is like nirvana do you think kurt cobain makes nirvana or the whole band makes nirvana then if it's kind of more simple or is that just that's a tough question i honestly don't know the behind the scenes of of their thing but i think obviously kurt was writing the songs for the most part um but i think yeah, like Nirvana isn't Nirvana without uh, Dave Grohl mm. and uh, Chris Novoselic. Cr- I think. Yeah, Chris Novoselic. That yeah. guy lives in the he lives in Washington still, but in the middle of nowhere called Deep River, Washington. I don't even know where that is. I just know it's like four or five hours away from here, which sounds specific that I even know that it's that <laughs> far away. That's dope, though. <laughs> but that's like one of my like um, dream interviews is to like convince him to let me go to his house and interview him at his house like yeah, a, that'd be so <laughs> like that'd be that'd be like a little road trip because we're, yeah. we're deep river doesn't even sound like that would be a town but i guess that <laughs> is That's so cool yeah and then you neptune how did how did you start music i um was stomping around in five inch boots <laughs> okay <laughs> so my wait first of all how tall are you originally then Without I'm 5'10", 5'11". Okay, so you're already like a tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I wear platforms because like everybody wears just regular ass shoes and it bugs the hell out of me. Yeah. I, I just that. don't like regular flat ass shoes. You're <laughs> as flat as you get here. <laughs> I'm saying as long as it ain't Birkenstocks. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That's an insight. <laughs> I got to share that when this comes out. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I really got my start after going to music camp, actually the camp that we met mm-hmm. at, uh, which is Lynx Denver at, uh, University of Colorado Denver, okay. <clears throat> UCD. And I went two years in a row. And after that second year was when that was 20, 2016. Cause I graduated high school, 2016. Um, so you like this is this something you had to do outside of high school or like how old was there like an age? Yeah, I wasn't. I was wildly sheltered. Got um, it. Like two weeks at a time. Okay. I'm gonna be on. Well, what's that? Like? Mommy's raggedy ass hip. So. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when I stepped out into town, I was buck ass wild. Um, 
so I think about like two weeks after the camp, like a week or so after the, or two after the camp, started doing um, karaoke nights Ooh. at this uh, joint called Mercury Cafe. Okay. Um, with two of my other friends from that camp, who I ended up ended up living with one of them, mm. got my first um, apartment afterwards. Living with her. Wait, actually, first um, of all, what is this? What break down this camp even is? You just say it was like a music. Yeah, it was camp. a music camp. So it was really like it was really like kind of like a training camp. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. It was like yeah. they had songwriting, vocal classes. Uh, um, different things for instruments. They had music production. They also had music business, and they had music marketing. Okay. Um, and they had us on a regular schedule. Dang. Um, and they put the they put all the kids on a regular schedule. Like, sleep, wake up. This is our schedule. Da, 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 and everything moves very fast. And it like mm. essentially preps, um, young artists and um, just music makers and so on and so forth. Um, and you got to have it have it experience beforehand, or like no, of, you really okay. come. You can come in as line you get in nice i mean you really yeah. experience and then really for the ones who really just soak up everything and really just apply it they really go ahead i think mm-hmm. i i don't have to say i think all those notes i took i apply to this day hell yeah, yeah. it was um, pretty cool it was uh <clears throat> at links denver which is like a college in denver okay. and so you, we would like stay in the dorms for the camp so yeah it was pretty cool and then how'd you guys find out about it my parents found out about it and they're like oh yeah we're you're gonna do this camp and i was like okay oh dang so your your parents have been like pretty supportive of very supportive but your parents were not or yeah if i was on the verge of a mental breakdown then it was okay to support my black ass Uh, other than that it was nah okay (laughs) i feel that so you end this camp and then you move in with roommates who were in the camp yeah so i was well i was still living at home for a little bit and then um, I finessed my way out of that house. There you go. <laughs> Amen. Of my motherfucking life. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> um, and so I was really starting to like network, going out, still doing these karaoke nights, mm-hmm. looking for like a way. Wait, to, was like, this a cool bar by the way? Is this like a popular karaoke place? Or it's, well, they did karaoke nights. It's really just like a coffee joint. They have food okay. there. Like it's really like a hangout for witchy bitches and then like witchy, that, like, <laughs> yeah, for witchy bitches and everybody after that. So. Okay, it has a cool um, history though. Like a lot of um, early punk bands have played there. Okay. Like I think Black Flag played there. Nice. Um, the Descendants. Okay, maybe definitely Black Flag though. But yeah, it's a it's a cool place. Hell yeah. Yeah. So from there I had started um recording with one of my with um this guy's name is Roger James. Okay. Um, I believe he's a producer at Atlantic now. Fucking crazy. Nice. Um started recording with him, ended up performing at Denver Art Society, which is an art gallery mm-hmm. um on Santa Fe in the art district out there. And there's an art district in Denver? Yeah, That's there's dope. well, there's the art district, and then there's the gentrified neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> Rhino, which is. Which the points. gentrified neighborhood at least bring money into the art district, or no? Um, they do, but it's <laughs> uh, it's gentrified, so they kicked all the people of color out. Yeah, and just said, uh, "Fuck you, niggas." Essentially, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's beef on my end at all the times because they're not. It, you can get back all you want, but you're not giving back to the people you kicked out. Yeah, regardless. So, yeah. the art district. They threw first Friday, who was I was with the collective at the time, throwing shows regularly, um, and from there on, really just was navigating my way, every corner, networking constantly. Mm. If I was literally everywhere, even if I wasn't invited, I would just show up as the most eccentric, and then just stay in, and they wouldn't kick me out because everybody was talking to me. Yeah, Um, and from there on, just kind of just was bobbing and weaving through the music scene out there until. I mean, I'm still doing that to this day. And are you like outgoing and eccentric by nature or is that something you need to learn? I'm like that by nature. Okay. Um, it's very like casual for me. <laughs> if I'm not very eccentric, there's probably something going on. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, I think I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more myself now because I do music so much. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is, um, I don't feel like I have to, I don't have to, I felt for so long I was building myself up to like have to do that but i mean i was building myself up because it was never something that like i just was allowed i wasn't allowed to just be Got so it. i mean even still navigating that now mm-hmm. just being like you can you can just be you yeah. <laughs> it's fine i think it's really cool because i think just me casually it's very it's pretty out there i mm-hmm. mean i casually have 40 inch hair 
Hey, there like we right go. Now. So like, <laughs> nice. Most people don't see 40-inch locks on <laughs> people just walking down the street with yeah. seven-inch boots and like mesh. You're on. a giant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm dressed like a hooker most of the time. And like, so you, it's just chill. Do you guys know about Aurora Avenue in Seattle yet? No. no. <laughs> That's our red light district? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Where's that? It's, uh oh my God. Yeah, we're actually probably like five to 10 minutes away from there right now. And it's like, not saying we're, you don't want to go to Aurora. Like, it's sketchy as. I don't even know if you would call it a red light district. It's just that, like, for whatever reason, like, That's like the homeless people, drug dealers, and like, um, women of the night like to <laughs> okay <laughs> or the day women of the day also like it doesn't matter they just walk these streets Different of shifts. aurora avenue and it's it's wild Damn. but so like aurora avenue would sound like our colfax it's quiet but yeah. i don't know i don't think it's supposed to be like i don't know if there's actually like a maybe there's like do they even have like dvd stores anymore like they might have actually there's there, one in a there's one in Aurora. Oh, they, I don't know. They swear they're closing and doing a grand closing <laughs> every month. Gotta get rid of it all. They've yeah, like who the like fuck's buying years. DVDs, porn DVDs? And- <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, they do sell porn DVDs at like, uh, what is it? Yeah, don't Walmart? Sex shops at- no. <laughs> Walmart? No. The <laughs> only thing you can't get at Walmart is porn and humans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Except in the back, maybe you could probably get a human <laughs> dead ass. Yeah, they got something going yeah. on. Like they had too much money. Um, no, it's like boring DVDs. At, what is it at the sex shops? Yeah, I guess. There's yeah, like... they definitely do. I, my, I was on the cover of a magazine in one, so that's how. And like, wait, you were on a what? Not on the cover of a porn magazine. One oh. day, one day. But um, <laughs> no, I was on the cover of a magazine and went into a sex shop. And I like turned to the right, and they like had all these like, like magazines, and then literally my face is on like all of them. I was like, but you were like you were like a normal magazine, or wait, so you're oh sex- yeah, I was like in a regular magazine, but they just had it in the sex shop. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, I just looked around. So there's like a potential that like someone like bought your magazine to like jerk off to. I mean, <laughs> people have literally taken pictures with me. To beat off to later on. So. Oh, really? Have they <laughs> told you that? They're like... Well, they didn't tell me that. They just took a picture of me and then tipped me afterwards. Wait, tipped oh you? God. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, on Cash App or something? No, Cash. They just gave away. They took a picture. I'm a dancer as well. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, okay. So, Again, when you were, when you were dancing. What about Rusty like... Steve? Are you a dancer? No. Well, I mean, I like to dance, but. I would not come he, he don't <laughs> he likes to dance. He don't dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So so these names like Rusty Steve, where does Rusty Steve come from? Uh I wish I had like a, a funny story. I want to make up like a story. Say you got like tinnitus it. or something. Yeah. For, <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually like where it comes from is my last name's Restivo. Oh. And one of my early guitar teachers, like it gave me the nickname Rusty Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All my friends would call me Rusty. And when I was like starting to like do my solo project and like get yeah. started, I was like searching for a name. And one of my friends, Dan, was like, why don't you just go by Rusty Steve? And I was like, I was like hesitant because it's it kind of has like a comedic aspect to it. I feel like yeah, and it's sounds not like, like a, too uh, serious. Sounds like that SpongeBob character, Dirty Dan or something. Dirty exactly. Dan or Rusty Steve. Hold on. But I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, why not? Like, yeah, it's. I don't know. I've had the nickname for so long, and it just I don't know. Wait, what did you say your last name was again? Restivo. Restivo. Is yeah. that like Russian or something? or what is It's it? Sicilian. Sicilian. Okay. Yeah. So your first name's not even Steve at all. No. Everyone calls me. <laughs> a lot of people Everyone call me Steve, and I'm like, just call me Rusty. Call me Rusty. It's funny <laughs> how he says it, though. He's like, yeah, you're Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some like positives to the word Rusty? Because like when I, you know, usually when people think of Rusty, they think of like a rusty nail or something. But what are some like positives that you can think of? I don't think there is like a positive to it. I think it. I kind of just has like a 
kind of funky connotation to it. (laughs) Well, he makes his own music as well. So, like, when you hear his music and you hear just, like, these guttural, like, aggressives, you can even hear it in the production. A lot of the times, like, it's just very, like, it can easily feel sometimes, like, not in a bad way, but, like, just nails scratching on something. It has that intensity of that sound to where it is a lot more rugged, metallic, very just hard-hitting and just very abrasive in a way that, like, I don't know, something rusty, like just scratching yeah. something. Not again, not in a bad way. Yeah. I like, never thought of it like that. It's like your yeah, sound. I dig that. <laughs> I dig that it, like interpretation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, make that a cool slang word, you know, like what type of music do you make? You know, rusty, you know, something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool to coin a genre. Yeah. <laughs> so how how did you so you how did you get into like the music scene or were you ever truly involved um, in like the Denver scene? Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, uh, I think being in that camp was sort of, like, the first, like, introduction to the Denver music scene. Okay. Um, But really, I started in, like, the Denver punk scene. Okay. In high school, I was in a punk band playing drums actually nice are you good uh, at the drums wait what'd you say are you good at the drums yeah okay there i mean go. i I like to i mean i'm not like amazing at the drums but like i'm like good hell yeah but uh yeah so i was i would always play this uh venue in denver seventh circle okay it's like a diy punk venue and yeah that shit was i i miss i miss back in like 2015 2016 being in a punk band and like just mm. like going to shows at this it like seven circles literally in like a a like a renovated garage mm-hmm. renovated is not the right word because it's like it it's not nice it's like, <laughs> like it's like it's, it's super rugged. punked out <laughs> like there's st- like writing all over the walls like stickers everywhere it's just like grimy but it's like yeah i just remember like it just being packed the fuck out in that garage mm. and like people crowd surfing people like hanging from the ceiling like hell yeah so yeah that's like that was my first kind of denver scene um and i was also in like a math rock kind of band and so we were kind of just playing whatever gig we could get what's so, math rock it's like um if you heard hmm. you would know if i was what if you heard it you would definitely yeah know. i don't i'm trying to think of like band like animals as leaders is like okay maybe math rock there's just so many Chan genres you know math rock maybe it's very it's definitely one that's like a lot more distinct in sound yeah, it's okay. like technical it's like imagine guitar classic just playing rock. like crazy crazy riffs and okay. like odd time signatures and yeah, that's and you can still like dance rock. to it and stuff, or no, you could probably not <laughs> dance to it at all. <laughs> it's like really, it's just like imagine like writing to write the most complex, confusing riff ever, and then that's the song. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you said you were in that band. Yeah, well, it was like kind of <laughs> like math rock, and then it was also kind of like um, kind of prog rock and prog rock. Like, yeah, what like progressive, pro- like okay. progressive rock. Okay, okay, like. yeah, I know that then. Okay, so and prog. sort of. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of like, what is that? Prague is like a country or a place or what? Is- please, don't, <laughs> please don't direct that question to me because I'm gonna say some stupid <laughs> shit on this camera. <laughs> yeah, somewhere you go, I know that. I'm, I'm American, very American at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, and then. <laughs> I uh, I went to Berkeley College of Music for a couple of years okay. in Boston, and I was kind of I was in a band out there. Wait, is that like a? Th- I feel like being punk, you're kind of going against the grain a little bit. Obviously, there's a scene, but like, yeah, I feel like a punk band wanting to go to Berkeley College of Music is kind of yeah. Out I kind there. of I kind of I love like so many different types of music, and so yeah, I, okay, it it. Yeah, punk and going to Berkeley definitely doesn't <laughs> mix very well. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like punk is all about be- like DIY and um, yeah, going against the grain, anti-establishment. And yeah. Berkeley is 
very much an establishment. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. But yeah, that's what I did. I mean, okay. Yeah. Did you get like a degree there? No, I only went for two years. Okay. But you learned some stuff probably. Yeah. I learned a lot of music theory, took a bunch of music production classes. Um, Yeah. Hell yeah. And then Neptune, when did you get the name Neptune? And what's the meaning behind Neptune? Because I'm pretty sure most black people can't swim. Oh, God. <laughs> That's why when y'all ass go to Howard, you can't graduate unless you take that motherfucking swim course. <laughs> um, um, <clears throat> interesting. I got it from a Lady Gaga song. Okay. Um, it was October 10th, 2013, I believe. It was either October 10th or October 16th, whatever day Venus came out. It's from her song Venus from... Okay album art pop um song drop of course my ass was on it waiting for it ain't had no service like that my data was not fast this is 2013 we talking about as well mm-hmm. the fuck basic ass phone so i had to like i like walk to walgreens like was walking back and in that time like of going to walgreens and like coming back like the whole song had loaded on youtube Dang. and so <laughs> so i was listening to it and i was just mind blown i was like what the fuck am i listening to though this shit is like this <laughs> insane fucking like this harmonies it's starting off with these ridiculous fucking harmonies like mm-hmm. this just like it's cynthia's fuck it feels very disco yeah it's throbbing madness um and then she got to the bridge of the song and the first planet like she calls off the planet so the first mm-hmm. pla- planet she called off mind you i'm like walking there's like some in the sidewalk so i'm like walking around like i'm into streams like back onto the sidewalk first planet she calls off was neptune i got hot <laughs> everywhere it was like hearing i heard my name for the first time Damn. like i heard my name for the first time wow I just got hot just everywhere. And I was, I've always been the kid who went by 50, 11 different names. Um, so that one, it was just something I never had a feeling hearing. Wow. That before. And it's not like I hadn't heard, you know what I'm saying? The planet fucking Neptune. Yeah. Hearing it right then and there was just crazy. Um, and I almost like, got hit by a car. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I walked out in the street, stopped. It was just like, and I looked in the car was like, and I was like oh <laughs> shit my bad you were reborn you were reborn yeah. in that very moment yeah I've literally gone by Neptune more and more since damn yeah what are some like other wild names you've had Zachariah okay Shane Monroe my friends call me Phoenix Okay. Other ones who like in the same like they call me Pharaoh. Like I have Pharaoh tattoos. Okay. Um, it's been some other shit too. I had like different stage names as a kid. What was like your first like performing like artist name? Ooh, Sergey. Okay. Yeah. And when you first started making it was, like, music, in elementary school, I was like, name, <laughs> like dead ass. I had like. I was the kid in, <laughs> I was a kid at recess who was who had notebooks <clears throat> and was writing business plans, okay. holding business meetings, <laughs> <laughs> writing songs, and drawing designs. That was literally me <laughs> on the playground. Um, so yeah, like that, that was like the first ever, and then I switched to something. I wanted to be the next Destiny's Child so bad. <laughs> Nobody was ever as serious as I was, ever. <laughs> nobody i was always the most serious of like this is what it is this is what's gonna happen <laughs> um i actually literally right before i was like no this is my name everything else is just like my fucking playground this is like yeah the big fucking leave i was gonna like i was like oh kuroniko like that's gonna be the one which is black cat in japanese mm. i literally love black cats. that'd be a good album name i'm telling you dude. you like black cat i don't know it was like bad luck or something uh-uh white people told you that <laughs> white people told you that it ain't got nothing to do with niggas <laughs> no those are sacred fucking animals the comedic goddess bast is a prime fucking example of cats being literally gods on earth they just they sit 
at the at the foot of the bed. They sit in doorways at the top of stairs, at the bottom of stairs. They resonate their own frequency. Those are very spiritual creatures. Okay, I feel you. Got it. So Rusty started. So people call you Rusty, or just does anyone just call you Rusty? Yeah. Okay, so Rusty yeah, started out. Yeah, that's Okay. So Rusty started out in like punk. What did you start out as? Like what music? I started in hip hop. Okay. Shockingly enough. Because black people or what? No, I just wasn't. <laughs> I that's where I was. Okay. Like so, like everybody was. Like it was like rappers that were like in Denver. So is there like, is there like uh famous rappers from <laughs> from Denver? Is that a thing? Am I gonna be like surprised and it's like someone I should know? No. I want to say any like world famous rappers. No, like this just <laughs> yeah. Denver's rap scenes, yeah. The know. music scene in Denver is very eclectic. Rap is a hamster wheel. Okay, it just is. Like you have people who've done really cool things. Like mind you, and I have like I met really dope people in hip hop R and B out there. Mm. Um, no. Okay, you don't like randomly have like some old rapper like Bun B or something. I don't know. Hell no. Huh. We have. <laughs> The closest thing was like 303. 303. And they they don't do rap. They're like, shush, girl. Hush, oh, lips. they're from Denver? Yeah. yeah, they're from like Denver. They, went to, they met in college out there. Wow. Like, oh, uh, do the hell and kill. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Flowbots. Uh, yeah, Flowbots. I was about Fuck to say out of here. The Flowbots. The Flowbots. Um, you remember the, I can ride my bike like, with no handlebars. No handlebars. Maybe I don't know that yeah, song. That song, got, that, that was song was big as fuck. Yo, my cousin's motherfucking, uh, her mama ringtone was that. <laughs> so it was crazy, like that hearing that all the time back, and just like, running through the house like his kids. Like, I go ride my bike with no <laughs> handlebars, no hand like a bunch of hood rats through the motherfucking house, and then them knowing like who I am and like. Oh my gosh! So you guys have met him now, or? Yeah. Okay. Like one of them, Stefan is like he really is just like in our corner, really looks out and like yeah, he's hooked us up. Really amazing. Like and mind you, I say he's looked out. Like I say that, and I'm like he's really looked out for us and like given his opportunities. I say that, and he shuts all that down. He's like, no, I didn't give you anything. You worked for it. Hey, there we go. You worked for it. So no. (laughs) 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 So the fucking flowbots. Okay. Super sick. Yeah. They do. Yeah, because they rap. They're super dope. Other than that, yeah, no. Okay, and what is like the main sound in Denver right now? Then, and has it changed since when you guys first started? Rock is the number one genre for Colorado, um, which I think is another reason why we do very well. It's because we make we make rock and roll. Okay, Um, and we just bring a rock element, even if the song isn't rock and roll. It could be a fucking trap song, but you're hearing metal fucking guitar. Mm -hmm. Got it. You're getting some sort of like rock in there, like even if what he's playing isn't super rock, like. My the way I'm singing, well, mm. I, like I just like formed my tongue, as if I was like doing a growl. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Always training myself to like be on command. Um, it's some sort of element of like, just a lot more aggressive. Like, <clears throat> you know, it has okay. an edginess to it. Cool. Um, so yeah, rock is the number one genre um, out there. And do you like rock yourself or? Love rock. Yeah, I love okay. rock and roll. I'm very influenced. Like a lot of my my introduction to rock was the roots okay. of it, which was gospel, blues, mm-hmm. soul, R&B, boom, which rock and roll came. Got it. Yeah. So my introduction is Little Richard, Tina Turner, yeah. Rocket 88, you know what I'm saying, which is the first yeah. ever recorded rock and roll song, rock song for real. Mm-hmm. Um, was in that realm, uh, Chuck Berry. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's my foundation is the roots of it all. So in that, I can listen to every other form subgenre of rock, and I could break it down very easily. Like even though if I don't know the entire history, if I listen to it long, I can listen to three songs of just about anything mm-hmm. and be able to pick apart where it came from. Got it. And so how did you guys end up coming together? Do you, are you guys more alike than not? I feel like you guys have such like uh, different vibes and come from different music scenes even. Yeah. I, well, I mean, we definitely came together at that camp. Like that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wrote songs together at that camp, but then we kind of like parted ways for a bit. Like I was going to college and mm-hmm. Neptune was 
going to college for like a semester <laughs> or whatever. How long did you fucking drop out? I went for a yeah. semester. Wasted oh. my fucking time. What college? I went to no the people great college is great I'm not shit talking to college I went to CCD but it was definitely a waste of my time and it was a day it was a waste of money yeah but then in 2019 we uh reconnected um actually not even for music I was doing like a I was designing for a fashion show oh wow and I asked Neptune to be one of the models and after that fashion show I like showed him this beat I made and then he was like, Oh, I have this verse that could fit over it. Mm. And then we recorded that and then I threw a guitar solo on it. And yeah, that was our first single. Um, and then we started working on, uh, our first album Renaissance. We didn't know it was going to be an album Mm. until a while after working on it. But yeah, I don't know. Everyone says, I constantly hear like everyone's like everyone says like we're kind of like opposites and people say that especially on stage like mm. there people are like oh well you guys like shouldn't work together <laughs> like it, it seems like it wouldn't work like like this lady last night was literally telling me like you look you'll just look at Neptune and it's like he has his whole vibe and then you look at me and I have my whole vibe and they're like so different and you like would not think they work together but then like when it is together it does work and like i constantly hear that hear that all the time and is that like a compliment at this point or like how do you guys take that i like it because yeah i don't know i mean it shows us as different entities i mean Mm -hmm. we are it's just yeah we started making music together and just make music very well together but we also mm. were very particular we we like what we like and what we don't like is sorry no disrespect to anybody we just yeah, don't yeah. so like it's not like we're fishing out like to make music with just any fucking mug most of the time I mean I say it all the time it's just like I, why would I want to work with anybody else like no one's nobody's gonna push me right. nobody's gonna push me musically at this level unless they are already where the fuck I want to be and most of where I want to be those people are busy as shit or dead so <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna push me to be a better artist nobody's gonna challenge me to be a better musician nobody's gonna challenge me to like nobody's gonna push me mm-hmm. nobody's gonna nobody's presenting that challenge and nobody as well is I want to work with the fucking best I want to work with people who are better than me Same. so if I'm constantly the best in the room and when I walk in, in the wrong room. Yeah. Where it's like when you walk into a room and you're with somebody who it's just unpredictable. You don't know what, depending on what you're working on, you don't know what they're bringing, like what they'll bring to the table, what they're going to hear because they're just literally a, a, a vault of knowledge. Like, mm. What would you say Denver has to offer you guys then if it's like a small community? It has no formula. It has no industry. Hmm. People get to a certain point, plateau, get to a certain point, they disappear. It has like a a passing through industry in the Hmm. way of like Denver is one of the spends some of the most amount of money to see live music. But it's for artists passing through. I feel like that's what Seattle does, too. It's exactly what Seattle is. So it's, it's weird. Like Denver does actually have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. spent on music but not local music yeah that's exactly seattle too like it's the exact same very shit. similar yeah like it's always interesting because people are like oh well I, mind you i always hear from like uh for a lot from unfortunately from the, the predominant it's, it's black folks really like, ain't no love and it's like, nah, you niggas are just in hip-hop and r&b so y'all don't <laughs> want to step outside your fucking comfort zone you don't want to experience nothing else right. so of course you don't think there's no love and no support it's y'all niggas don't love and support each other yeah the broader music scene where shit's actually going on <laughs> there's so much love and support like mind you sonic guild has like looked out for us so much supported mm-hmm. us so much there has been i mean publications have really looked out for us but also yeah. like there's just if you doing the fucking work and as an artist as a musician and really just i mean just hone in on your craft and allow growth like really mm-hmm. just devote yourself to your craft like it, it's so much easier said than done lord have mercy but <laughs> there's 
there's not much um what it has to offer at least like us and for like other people take like the Velveteers, take like naoma take uh those are two i can think of for it but a lot of good people from my age like about my contra like it's a lot of things of like what we hear so much is oh i, I just gotta move this this place and, blah, 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 and you hear that from people who really haven't done shit mm-hmm. you hear that from people who have loud allowed audience members to big they head up a couple people because they played a couple shows and had about three moments feed their ego a little bit so now they shit stroked and hard <laughs> and now they they think they too big for Denver when it's like no you haven't played an AEG venue you haven't played a Live Nation venue if you were on a bill it was with 11 different niggas because the promoter didn't think that any of you niggas could sell out half of this place let alone a third of it <laughs> nobody pioneers Nobody stays and builds something that is far bigger. Everybody wants it very easy and they want it very quick. Instead of staying, figuring it out, being a master at their fucking craft, but then also being a cultivate something and be the first at something. Mm-hmm. That's what it has to offer us. So you guys want to stay in Denver and like build your own thing for sure. Up until a certain point. Got it. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I love Denver. Like- <laughs> it feels like home. Cause it is. So- it's kind of a love. It, exactly. Yeah. Like I've lived there my whole life. It's also. But it's it's so what's hard about it for me is like. I don't know it. Like we do get a lot of love, but it also just feels small, and it's it's weird. Like going out, and like always seeing people you know, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. I kind of would like to be i love being in new places where i don't know anybody mm-hmm. and i can't really get that in denver if you guys were to move would it be together or do you guys have your own do you, even though Possibly, are you guys like a duo or are you guys collaborators yeah. like how do you guys Both. say you guys are okay I, I yeah. would say like w- with uh, the project we're doing right now we are a duo got it um but i'm working on a solo record neptune is working on a solo record that like and obviously we're helping each other out like neptune's gonna feature on my solo record i'm gonna feature on neptune's solo record Mm -hmm. but for this project right now is a duo got it rest and it's neptune and rusty steve Mm -hmm. that's how it goes got it and did you guys think that was gonna happen when you guys first started making music or were you just like trying to collaborate and see what happened i feel like he did well i don't know i was kind of just going with the flow honestly like it was never I never really thought too far ahead of like, oh, like we can make this like a duo and like all like it was kind of just like, oh, you want to make music and we were just making music and then once the music was made, then it was like stuffs just started happening and it was, it was kind of I would say a natural flow. Um, it wasn't like really planned out that yeah, we were gonna be kinda... a duo. I think it just kind of naturally happened and how did things start happening like what caused it because you can make the best music uh, in the world but still that doesn't mean everyone anyone's going to hear it so like yeah, some steps i think it started with our first uh single like after the fashion show we recorded that song and then um we just kept meeting up and working on stuff neptune would come with a song he had written and then i would like help produce it um sometimes i'd come to neptune with like a beat i had done and he'd write to it um yeah same shit to this day exactly (laughs) like we just yeah we would just keep meeting up working on music without a plan and then once we had like a bunch of music it was like okay well we should probably put this out and then yeah we put it out (laughs) <laughs> like would you like have like a did you guys put together like a, a budget were you guys managed at the time not did you start doing shows for it or how I was, you... yeah. I had my mentors at the time so I had just quit working at Chipotle hi camera um I had just <laughs> I just like quit my job I literally like I wasn't trying to do music full time at the at the moment I wow. was gonna wait but it's just life it's just no like in my manifestations like i was literally forced to just be in Damn. everything that i was manifesting the entire time so i was playing shows like 
every single fucking week and I have my mentors. How about that? Does that in Seattle, if you play too many shows, you get saturated? Or is that like in Denver? It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Also, I, I, nobody is, there's not, if you play certain shows, if there's too much of something, then it's, I believe it's easy to just be played out. Whereas what I bring to the table is wildly different than the than the landscape that's in Denver of the music scene. So it was, I was able to play regularly and it was not. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. So doing that, being, having the navigation and like the mentorship um, of my mentors really helping me navigate. Um, ended up, did Underground Music Showcase, which we play from today next week um and our now manager Corey was there he was the editor at 303 magazine and i had been interviewed already i had seen Corey th- for a couple months nice kiki oh hey bitch how you doing ah? you know what i'm saying <laughs> and then <laughs> how's your ankle because he had fucked up his ankle so i was like are you good you walking around right now and so he had saw i had some band had dropped out i got asked by <clears throat> now agency future um to come and fill in it's like a noon slot which is the slot nobody wants mm-hmm. but i didn't have anything beyond i didn't know there's no direction no nothing so it's you say yes to everything even if it's not paying you you yeah. say yes to everything because you don't know who's going to be in that fucking room yeah so i said yes barely had a voice um by my standards and so <laughs> performed and then I've, within some days i got a text from Corey. He was like, hey, are you represented by anybody, any management or anything like that? I was like, no, I just had my mentors. He was like, we need to talk. When are you around? I was like, I'm in LA right now. I was like, but I'll be back soon. He was like, yeah, let's do it. And then I think like some time passed. I'm again busy. We're working on music. He was like, hey, you still want to meet? Like, do you want to I was like, no, no, no. Let's meet. Some of the Emmy was telling me like, who is, like, who does he know? Like, why is he having this meeting or whatever? I talked to him and he was like, yeah, I want to manage you. Damn. This is what I've done. This is what I can do. I can't promise you anything. But I saw that, and I haven't seen that. And from there on, it just, the ball started rolling. Like, whereas I was, I mean, I'm constantly networking and just out and about and performing so much. So it really, what we were working on, like, we were already working on something behind the scenes. Were they just representing you, though, or were they representing Rusty Steve, too? They were just representing me at the time. Of course, like, you see what the man does and if you listen to what he does I cannot wait for y'all to hear what this man has so when y'all hear like when you hear what he does and you see what he does like it's insane like when everybody hears his shit you, they'll listen to what we make and be like oh okay cause everyone's like oh look it sounds like nothing I'm like y'all really don't hear how like I'll be adopting this man's sound cause I love it like whatever genre that man make that's what I want to make too. <laughs> so I'm like, no, we need to add this. I don't think we need it. I'm like, yes, we do. It's like a signature of yours. We need it in there. So sorry, I got off topic. I got excited. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's how it really just like started pumping. I mean, from there on. There you go. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Shout out to the Denver fans. Shout out to that Denver orbit. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Slay Bells too. Yo, that's that's, that's kind of where we. Started to we we opened for Slaybos and then they uh, basically asked. I mean, they did. They asked us to go on tour with them, like opening for them, and that's yeah, like right around the time we released. Our yeah, our first uh, record. Yeah, we we did a sound check, and Alexis like watched our sound check, which is kind of crazy. They all like, watched our sound check. They all did? Yeah, they all watched it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy for a headliner to, like, watch the... Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't happen. Yeah, It doesn't really <laughs> happen. And then she was like, she was like, we don't have an opener for uh, Salt Lake City tomorrow night. Do you guys want to, like, open for us? Like, I looked this at is, and I this said, is, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, this is off the soundtrack. I literally, like, call my work, like, hey, I, I can't come in. <laughs> and so then we drive to Salt Lake, play that show, and then Derek is, like, talking to us after the show, and he's like, yeah, we're going on tour. Like, do you guys want to open for us on tour? Like, we can't what, what promise he, it. What he was saying, he was like, we have somebody that we're, like, planning to have. He was like, so we just need to hear back from, you know, da 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 make sure everything. We wouldn't want to do them dirty or anything like mm-hmm. that. So if it works out, you'll definitely be hearing from us. Uh, and they broke their legs, so you guys were able to do it. 
We heard <laughs> yes, back. I don't know. We got happened, the question. Honestly, like, I remember waking up to the call, and it was like, yeah. Because I, Corey, of course, Corey was fucking texting me like, hey, I need to call you. So I get a phone call and I was like, hello. Hey. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I know. That's why I started like the way he said, hey, I was like, uh, he's about to say something. I was like, what? He was like, so are you like right now? I was like, what is it? Slave so us just asked if you want to go on tour. Damn. I said, say yes. He's like, good. I already did. <laughs> it was it, it was a really good tour too. They were yeah. they play big rooms and like it was it's strange. kind of unheard of for an artist at our level at the time to be asked to be direct support on direct like support. A, a bigger tour like that. That's awesome. And so and they're I, yeah, so genuine. Yeah. They're, fu- they're like, so awesome. Show you the ropes, make sure make sure you're comfortable like hey make sure like if you want your sound a certain way like make sure the sound a certain way if they give you shit just like let us know Mm -hmm. hey if you want lights and everything like that let them know what you want and if anybody gives you shit let us know how was it everything feel good how are you feeling yeah yeah like i think a lot of times especially like when you have people gassing you up all the time and just kissing your ass Mm -hmm. one of the question you start to hear less and less is how are you today how are you feeling? Mm. Yeah. It's mm. true. And like, they're just solid. Everybody on the team. Solid. Yeah. Like that's every artist's first fucking like dream, whatever dream tour an artist wants. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome. For real. They're some of the best in the industry. Hell yeah. I met some of in the industry. So you guys have recently been performing festivals just a Capitol block party Shout and electric Capitol force party. tell me more about that electric force was fucking madness um <laughs> yeah it was so fun where shout is that at by the way michigan okay yeah, yeah and uh rothbury yeah shout out to electric force for having us that was nuts we did two sets um on two different stages we did the observatory and we did a honeycomb stage mm-hmm. um absolute madness it was phenomenal um, it was really dope. There's a lot of people who just already knew who we were. That's awesome. I was just walking around. People were like, Neptune? I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. you want? It was trippy. Yeah. People, <laughs> people from Electric Forest recognized us here at Capitol Hill Block Party. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's wild. So, they, so is, I've never... They were like, oh, we saw you at Electric Forest. And yeah. we were like, really? That's crazy. So tell me more about Electric Forest. I've actually never heard of this festival. Um, it's an electronic festival in the yeah. motherfucking forest. Yeah. Quite oh, literally. Shit. Like, it's just bass wubs and <laughs> electronic music, literally yeah. just, and like, all through an entire forest. It's huge. Damn. It's huge. There's no self service. It's huge. Well, there's no self service because there's that many people. There's mm. self service. Don't get fucked up. Um, happens every year. Big, like it is a like it's a mainstream festival, yeah, so it's really awesome. huge. It's a lot of really like huge. really big art installations. Um, the stages are huge. It's a yeah, it's a really big festival. It's awesome. Yeah, how long do you guys like prepare for it for? I don't. I mean, I don't our know, whole I, life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, everything we're doing, we've uh, yeah definitely been working. I'd say preparation more specifically. I think we're not just constantly like. I mean, just like doing our things and making sure I know like with myself, I'm constantly in a state of practice, constantly in a state of rehearsal for myself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's always just a thing of like, hey, remember you have this, make sure you're getting ready for this. You have your set list, like this, da, 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 da. So it's constantly just like getting ready. This, I think something like that, it's just more so like planning of like, hey, we got to make sure we get tickets, make sure we have this. Do you know what we're doing? Do you know outfits? You know what I'm saying? So I think at least from like myself, it took some weeks because I mean, an outfit made and had to like. Oh shit, that's dope. Yeah. Dang. So. And I feel like your music is like so unique that you guys could probably fit into most types of festivals too. Yeah. yeah. The That's more music we make, it's easier for us to do any kind of festival yeah. because our music is so eclectic and not everything is yeah. just like very, yeah. it's not one note. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, like. Exactly. I really want to do Riot Fest. Hell yeah. That, that's the dream. Afropunk. That'd yeah. Fucking dope. Hell yeah. Uh, Coachella, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's Coachella? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need somebody agent or like, promoter yeah. coming back and like, yeah, we heard they interview you did one time. 
<laughs> so so with that, is there anything else you guys would like to promote before we get up out of here? Um, yeah, our new uh, single, Shadow, and that music video. And then also we have a, a cover of Kill Bill coming out oh, shit. on July 28th. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. This yeah. will definitely be out by then. So that's, yeah. okay, that's it's awesome. It's like an acoustic cover. So it's like but pretty like much our way. Cool. Exactly. It's like a, bun- a ton of vocals, guitar, and then uh, snaps. Fuck yeah. Yeah, no kicks this time. <laughs> yeah, for real. But it's still bass. And bass, yeah. There's still bass. Technically guitar. Hell bass yeah. It's still guitar. bass. There's no bass. <laughs> <laughs> what is some, uh, I'm excited to see more about your guys' journey and see how you guys grow. But um, what is um, some final advice you each have for up and coming artists, creators, influencers? I think the best advice I've ever gotten is to just keep doing it. Um, it's really simple, but whenever I've like met a bigger artist and I ask them advice, that's like usually what they'll say. It's just like, keep doing it. What about you, Neptune? I have two pieces. I believe there's two different types of artists and sometimes in between, I believe there's two. And then you have to pick which one you're going to be. I say for the people who just love making music and you just, you know, just want to do it. I mean, just learn the business. So then that way you're not getting shitted and remember your love for the music. Um, and have fucking fun. And for artists who, like myself, plan on being legacy artists, um, it takes sacrifices and it takes some real hard decisions. And you ain't going to be liked all the time. And you have to realize that shit doesn't matter. Your legacy matters. Your future matters. Um, you have to make a lot of sacrifices and you're going to have to be with yourself a lot you have to really devote yourself to the craft in ways you're gonna you're gonna be experienced you don't realize that what you're going through in life is actually setting you up for your future mm-hmm. so really do not stop you can't afford to stop if it's your legacy and it's what you were meant to do there is no other option fuck yeah do it hell yeah and uh what is the easiest way for people to reach you guys probably instagram ig if you're trying to any show inquiries, uh, inquiries, uh, DM is not the way to do it. <laughs> Hit the email in the profile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Instagram and three PTUNE. The first hand of three, bitch, it ain't me. Um, Neptune Music. And then. Yeah, my Instagram is uh, RSTY dot STVE. Hell yeah. It's the NAST podcast with. Neptune. Rusty Steve. And we did it.